then we'll just go off on how Russell Wilson is Hall of Famer. No. Oh. Eli Manning, is he a Hall of Famer? And is Matt, <laughs> Matt Stafford, Stafford a Hall of Famer? Because that was on Twitter the other day. Yeah. People were just Richard sucking. Richard Sherman that. said something like it's a low bar to get into the Hall of Fame or something. Yeah. Well, I think what is Richard, has Richard Sherman said is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Um, if not, I'll just send a tweet right now. Um, well, Dan Patrick always says, he says this, when you ask that question, is it immediate? Yeah. And I feel like with Eli Manning, it's yes. Because he made, to me, he made, he got out of the pocket and made that throw. And yes, um, Tyree had to make the catch, but then he still made that game-winning throw. Richard believes Eli Manning <laughs> is no doubt a Hall of Famer. But if you would have watched the last couple of years of his career and how bad he was, I think this is perfect. We're talking thought, about this. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Are we That's, started? Are we yeah. Oh yeah. We're oh, we're here. started. Yeah. So I, I thought we might have because I don't know. I, I hit recorded, yeah. Oh, shit. All right. So, wait, time. who said that? Richard Sherman said Eli Manning's a pro, uh, Hall of Famer? So, yeah. Yep. Uh, why Richard Sherman believes Eli Manning is a okay. no doubt. Who was playing bad at the end of his career? Sherman or uh, Eli? Eli. Yeah, yeah. He sucked with the, the Giants. And yeah. You get a couple years to digest it, and you're like, all right, he's done. And you remember what he did instead of what he didn't do. Mm-hmm. Like he killed Tom Brady. That was awesome. Yeah. But... Yeah, and I and I feel like in that conversation, like if you're comparing him to Matt Stafford, it's like here. But he, that's the point, though, is he beat Tom Brady twice, not just one time. Yeah. He beat him twice, and it was the one where they were undefeated. So it's like to me. So the Dan Patrick criteria of like, okay, when you ask me, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? I say yes because he. I'm sorry, he beat Tom Brady twice. I would agree. Stafford, I I do pause. I'm like, mm. I, why do I have to feel bad for you that you played through? It's not my fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Eli also had to go against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys were traditionally picked over oh, yeah. the Giants. Yeah. And obviously, the Cowboys just the greatest choke artists of all time, but the Giants always were good enough to sneak into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then no one liked playing in New York, and they just turned it on in the playoffs. Yeah. Tom Coughlin, that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that guy was the, you know, he was the playoff coach. Yep. Stunk during the, oh, yeah. you know, stunk during well, the, the, uh, the real season. But Did you guys watch the man in the arena, that one? I can't bring my, it looks oh, like <laughs> good content. I don't know, some day if I'm real, real bored. I need to, well, I would say just watch the Is episode. Is that the Magic Mike? documentary no 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 uh it's the tom brady one the man in the arena but they're making the uh um i'll figure out which episode it is because they talk about that year where they were going undefeated um and they had strahan as the guest and so strahan's kind of giving you like how the giants are going and uh you know just how how the giants felt when they met them in the super bowl and so it's it's in 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 what he felt of eli and it's a it's a good one because it's uh kind of what we're talking about right now, like Eli making those plays and, and the, the Giants years, turning it on. And One of the years was Rodgers and Packers were 15-1. and one. Yep. And they were like, they should win everything. They were, Rodgers was insane. They had all six receivers that were just amazing. And then they ran to the Giants at yep. home, and they lost to the Giants, and the Giants went on to win it. It was like well, yeah, another year where the Packers failed in the playoffs, but I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I think and, and I think Strahan just mentioned like they beat someone in the regular season at the end and he's like we felt like 
you know, their record didn't prove it. And he's like, but we felt like we – actually, I think it was the Patriots. They played the Patriots last. They did because they were – And they lost in, in Foxborough. And he said that even though they lost, he's like, we felt like, one, we could have beat them, and two, we were more physical is what he said. And then so like that's the why – second play at the end of the regular season and Randy Moss got a yes. touch, I think. Yeah. And they were yes. just – after that, you thought – they're going to win it. Well, and Strahan, I don't know how much he's blemishing it for the documentary, but he's like, we didn't really try. He's like, we weren't – he's like, we we knew, like <laughs> – which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and Tom Brady's, of course, saying, like, they're going for the undefeated record, you know, so they're taking it seriously where Strahan's like, nah. <laughs> well, the reason they won, I mean, a lot of it was that they had that defensive line. And yeah, oh, yeah. Brady, then oh, you got a right. chance, and that's how he's been, but he's always had that line that – Giants football was never fun to watch. It was no. just a grind. We're going to just run it down your throat, yep. and we're Brandon just going to tackle you behind the, your line of scrimmage repeatedly. The like, Coughlin style, yep. Mm-hmm. It was boring. Yeah, so, old school. And the Patriots were getting old a little bit you know, well, in terms I, of receivers, but who were Eli's primary receivers? You had... Um, the guy that shot himself in the leg in the club. Uh, Cruz. Plexico Burris. Burris, yeah. Cruz, I thought. Yeah. Gibson was still there. There was another one. Um, the guy that went to North Carolina. And they had the tight end, too. Uh, Shockey. Yeah. Jeremy Shockey. I mean, yeah. no Hall of Famers there. Yeah. It's just making me sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think through it, all of it's through a lens of when did my team lose? How did <laughs> You're looking at it. That's 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm a 49ers fan, so it's not any better for me. I'm not mad at you. You know, my own team. But uh, oh, this is great. That was a great start into this roundtable here for Sports Business Nation. Sitting down with Tyler and Brad, and um, you know, since we're talking Super Bowls, Hall of Famers, um, we gotta give not not saying we're telling he's a Hall of Famer just yet, but shout out to Wyoming Wyoming boy Logan Wilson, uh, leading both teams in tackles. Eight solo tackles, three tackles for loss. They claim he only has one pass breakup, but I think if you take away the bad call, that's two pass breakups. But anyway, so give it to him. Yeah. Um, one thing, guys, that I need to look into more is uh, I don't know how much the pro football focus thing is, but um, all the different stat places are different, like for season stats and postseason stats. And I was kind of like, how can that be? Like a stats a stat, so I'm not. So I don't. We should look into that, guys, because like that should have been a question for Wild Predicts. Yeah, because because uh, like Pro Football Focus, the NFL, and then there was another stat site. They all were different on his stats for the year, and I was like, hmm. um, a solo tackle is a solo tackle. So I'm not sure how we're missing tackles, but anyways. Um, Sorry, we're starting a petition to. Well, I mean, I just legitimize all of his. Let's just watch all the games from this year and I, do it ourselves. I guess. From uh but uh Logan Wilson, great big fan, big fan. I've watched all of your game. I have your actual <laughs> statistics. Let's I've talk. I've watched everything. <laughs> Let me know if you know how to meet up and go over things. I even went I even went through your college and then your high school. Pulled it up on Huddle. Wyoming High School has a corner. Pulled it up. Um, I watched all of them in this jersey. <laughs> I haven't watched it. He, uh, a big fan. Please, let me know if you'd like to meet up. Yes, yeah. Um, At my house. <laughs> my basement. So I can tell you how to be a better linebacker. Yeah. We'll put um, you on the wall. Of I legends. watch a lot of football. Uh, well, he should be up on the wall. 
Him and Joey. Yes. And Burroughs. Someday um, I'm coming in when you're not here. I'll find a time. I'm not going to have much time. And I'm going to draw Aaron real big in front of your head, so you have to look at Aaron Rodgers all day long. As long as he's wearing a Denver Broncos jersey, like... No, not yet. <laughs> what a, uh, a fat head. No, that's what you should do. We should put a fat head over there of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So anybody that comes in, they have to... There's Aaron Rodgers right there. That's what you should do, Brad. It's to make me happy. <laughs> um... No, in all seriousness, though, he did, I will say, here's pro football focus. He finished uh, with 70, and again, give or take, 70 solo tackles. That was 36th out of all linebackers. Um, 27 assisted tackles. Four interceptions. That was tied for first in linebackers this year. And then one forced fumble. So he had a great year. Um, Next season, Tyler, this is interesting. He gets, so his contract is four-year contract. He gets a million 60k next year um he's got 280k in bonus and then next year his last year on the contract is 1.2 million with the same bonus so it'll be interesting to see how he finishes out his first two his first four years with the Bengals. um i bring that up because players are requesting to get paid in crypto oh, um, big time. and like uh i wonder i saw a thing the bonuses that Odell made off of his playoff run, but I didn't see anything on if some of that's crypto or not. Yeah. Um, but what's 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 with all these athletes wanting to get paid in crypto, man? Right, and it's uh, it's it's not just a buzzword anymore. It's a it's a business. Strategy. Oh, it's gaining. Yeah, it's and gaining now. We talk. I mean, it's come up in almost all the conversations, and we're addressing it on multiple fronts now. Yeah, Parker talked about it. Um, we asked uh, Chris Pro about it a little bit, which was cool, but they are seeing the utility of it. And right before the Super Bowl, um, Darren Ravel wrote an article just bashing Odell because this has been Bitcoin went to like 32,000 and he did the numbers because he's a numbers guy. And it was like, oh, Odell's going to only make like $60,000 you know, yep. after all of this for the year. Well, now it's up. 15 grand again you know Mm -hmm. and it's like now people are like oh Dell looks like he's a smart guy for (laughs) diversifying his portfolio but more athletes are doing it and it's at the advice of their um of their agents and stuff like that yeah um but yeah aaron Rodgers, he's he's uh sponsored by cash app he's taking his salary in bitcoin uh you have trevor lawrence saquon barkley um Russell Akum, you know, like, a lot of big names. Yeah. A lot of big names. I don't know if Tom Brady's paying as a, you know, as a big name. Choices, uh, as like a role model. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his crypto wallet. You know, he's sure, going to lose it in the treehouse. He's living always, in that hippie. Yeah, he's living in a treehouse. He's living in a treehouse. His girlfriend just kicked him out. He's living in a treehouse. Hide his money under his bed anymore because he moved out of his house. <laughs> Or, or that's why he's in Bitcoin, though, that's so they I mean. can't take his money. Exactly. Yeah, 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 see, exactly. No, just don't, don't look at what <laughs> he's doing. I would love to talk to him about it. It's just kind of, eh, I don't know. But it is a solid business strategy. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, it just, people want to be on that cutting edge. But for this, we've done extensive research and looked into all different aspects of Bitcoin, and it's not going anywhere. And that's what those athletes are inevitably investing in. Mm-hmm. Well, and as more states move move to 
get legislation in, I, I'm going to bet these owners and teams are going to do that more, especially like LA, freaking the basketball stadiums, all crypto.com. Like, so I mean, like they're these athletes, it's almost like investing. They're, they're going to take cash and then a percentage is they're going to say, I want it in Bitcoin or uh, Ethereum or whatever coin that they want. So to me, it makes sense. Cause yeah, like if in Odell's case, like it went up 15 K. So I made more than, you know, technically that I was supposed to get paid. So yeah. And if um, he's money savvy, he could just take all of this, leave it in Bitcoin for yep. 10 years. Mm-hmm. And if it goes up to 600,000, a coin, like he's looking like a financial genius, yeah. you oh, know, yeah. like I think he can wait it out 10 years given what he makes. And just yep. the bonuses alone almost was 2 million. Yep. Darren Relville ever talks crap about you. All I got to do to make yourself feel better is to read his Twitter replies. And like, oh, he deals with enough. He's probably not feeling too good right now. Oh, everybody every, hates you. Yeah, uh, everyone's guy. coming after him now. I would he imagine he does have some very insightful, but he just comes across as like well, such he's a, a company man for ESPN. Yeah, just all like the mothership. What money story can I kick up? And it doesn't seem like it's fishy because I'm doing this for that company, or is it? He yeah. is a goofball, but him just getting freaking journalist, man, freaking journalist. <laughs> I'll always be branded with it across my forehead. <laughs> and if that doesn't suit your fancy, there's a ton of videos on YouTube of him just getting schooled by professional athletes on one on ones, and it's just comical. It's like That's who's awesome. less, less athletic? Is it Schefter or Ravel? Doesn't Big Cat call? Uh, it's no, it's Schefter. He calls him P Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it was. <laughs> Ravel, no, but no, it's Schefter. He calls yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, anything else to add on that, fellas? Crypto Super Bowl. Yeah, um, the the ad that got the most uh, traction. Views, yeah. yeah, traction was the crypto.com little bouncing. Yeah, coin wasn't it Coinbase? Oh, Coinbase. It was Coinbase. Yep. 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 Um, Crypto.com had an ad, but Coinbase was yep. the one with the little... Well, QR and the, the QR code, and then uh, I think they had the Zendaya one. I think. Shoot, was that hers? Anyways, it was like the like helping small businesses. I think it was Coinbase. Yeah, it was Coinbase. So she could sell stuff online and take money. I oh, think that yeah. they... So they had two good uh, commercials. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, they were like top 20 apps, and then now they're like definitely top three after the Super Bowl. So it's like, well... The fifteen million you paid for those two spots definitely paid off for 100% sure. The fees and stuff, but on the on the point of the cryptocurrency, we want to we see these athletes. We want to answer the question mm-hmm. of why they're taking their yeah. uh, salaries in Bitcoin. We're going to dive into those contracts in the upcoming episodes. Yep. Um, and and so talking yeah. about Parker, he's got an nil deal with a with a coin. Uh, you know, a former Sheridan kid, Dante Crow has has a deal oh, too nice. with a crypto. So. You know, it's it's leaking into college now with those NIL deals and um, something where that's where we're going to dive into those too as we get more college athletes on and then cryptocurrency for sure. Um, do we want to do two early Super Bowl predictions for 2022? <laughs> Absolutely. Sure, yeah. People are already doing uh, the Rams, of course. Run yeah, it back. All the good teams lose in front of them. Again. Yeah, yeah. Play it safe, guys. I think I think the AFC. I think the Bengals are going to have the hardest time. I just think that AFC is loaded. The Bills are going to be good. The Chiefs are going to be good. Uh, the Steelers aren't going to be as bad if they get a quarterback, but they'll be back. Um, oh, the Chargers. I mean, it's just the list goes on in the AFC. Uh, the NFC, I think, might be the easiest just because of 
we've already made fun of, you know, Aaron Rodgers could be gone. What's happening with Russell Wilson, Jimmy G, Kyler Murray? Like, shoot, you could have a whole quarterback carousel. And seriously, the Rams, if they just play it smart, like. Exactly. If you buy enough <laughs> players at the right time, Eric Weddle does. Especially. Their ball. Yep. Come on. So, anyways, that that's a way too early, uh, way too early Super Bowl prediction, and we'll do mock drafts probably later as that gets the closer. Packers can win the North with Jordan Love still. I think they could. They should. I think they should be able to. Well, who's going to do it? Kirk Cousins. Here he comes. <laughs> Same every year. He's another guy that the Vikings might cut because he's got a hundred million this year or something like if that. They were smart. They would think they realize he's not the savior. But yeah, I'm really glad he's going to the. Niners. I know. Yeah, you're. Yeah. No, if they're getting rid of Jimmy G, you would just keep Trey Lance. Like, why would you? Yeah, that's Lance scares me too. I think he's pretty good. I think I I honestly think the Niners might keep Jimmy G one more year. Because I because they just have to franchise him. Right Whatever now. your guy, yeah. Your system they got it, such a system that yeah. I just yeah. he played well at the end there, and it's I, I I don't know. Like he hasn't. I wouldn't say he didn't win them games at the end, but it's like it's not like he lost you the games. That's where I'm at, where it's like... You're on that cusp, almost like... Yeah. Of, your team's very good. You wish you had the guy that could take you over there. Yeah. And make that last throw that's not an interception. And maybe it's and maybe it's this game of we have him, and if he's just not doing it, then it's Trey Lance. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, but I, I'm not so as emotionally invested as Brad is to his I'm Packers. I'm trying to get that down while I say things, and... Emotions in football were killed by the Cowboys a long time. <laughs> hey, let's drop a field goal to win the game, to beat the Sea Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, Tony Romo. <sighs> and everybody hates you, too, so that can't be. Yeah. You America's like team. You like America's yeah. most hated team. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's Jerry right. World. Jerry's I love team. making fun of the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan. I will be, but the Bills are where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, love the Bills. The Bills. The unfortunate part is like the Bills and the Bengals will have to play at some point, right? Yes. So yeah, it's going to be that's right. Bills all day, but that's that's a future of football I'm looking forward to. I'd this, be, yeah, they they'd be my pick to make it from the AFC next year. Bills. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think they. I mean, they should have won. They you know, need if you an think offensive about it. line. Yes. Right? Yeah. Do. He's due, and though. defensive yeah. it up. Yeah. If the if the Bengals proved it's. Maybe go defense. Yeah. You, you Joe can, Burrow's been sacked 102 times. Yeah. I saw that, and I'm like, how he is that guy still walking? Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's true. He, he, they almost hurt him again. I so I, yeah. That was scary. I was like, come on, it's such a great game. I sure hope he's not really hurt. Business-wise, if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm calling my GM, and I'm saying, you are getting an offensive lineman. Seven picks, or I'm seven not, linemen. Or I'm not playing. I, th I feel like he'd have enough power to be like, I got you to a Super Bowl. I freaking sprained my MCL on my other knee. If you don't draft an offense lineman in the first round, I'm sitting out. See ya. He definitely has that pull. And, I mean, it's not like Mixon, I, it's not like Mixon doesn't want a lineman. I know, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, they all will get better. So, anyways. but Well, this just proves why the NFL is the best league. We've talked for the NFL for 20 minutes, and it's already, the season's already done. But we will dive into the crypto. <laughs> yes, I think crypto aspect of the NFL specifically because they haven't been very adaptive too. So the fact that you're now seeing cryptos and playing like we explored in Chris Pro's, yeah. it's becoming the biggest market in sports is now adopting it. So well, and I think 
I think gambling, you know, we haven't even talked about gambling, but like when states legalize gambling, I think the owners are going to see, oh, if we're allowing crypto in our stadiums and gambling in our stadiums, like it just goes hand in hand of, you know, just more money in the stadiums, more experience. So um, I think, I think because we were talking, the owners, I think have been the ones that are very skeptical about it. But I think like, I bet when the big time owners are like, oh, like I can get more people in the stands, you know, crypto gambling whatever so um well moving along let's keep this short uh college basketball um our freaking wyoming cowboys man they get into the top 25 and then poop an egg against new mexico they were due i mean they're they're very good (laughs) they were they were they were having really good games there they were that was a big streak um i wonder if the canceled games caught up to them yeah, and they play close yeah. games which is a yeah, good thing yes. to have if you're going to be a tournament team but yes they were playing a lot where they just grinded out and then that kid got hot that number 10 for New yeah Mexico. he was just well he dropped what a, a season high i think they said like that transfer from arizona state yeah and he was he was good but you see a team with 10 wins or something you're like you expect that so <laughs> yeah well, that's good. a cruddy place to play it's always just yep. uh, you know they're, yep. they're, that's a terrible place to play. And Wyoming played so many games yep. that were close mm-hmm. in a two week period that I just think they just got ran down. They looked tired in that, you know, they'd come down and they'd run the same offense where they'd throw it to EK. He's going to back some guy down from the three point line. And then yeah. uh, Maldonado looked tired because he's held the ball since December. So, yep. Yeah. But not making excuses, but yeah. that would no, be I mean, a, yeah. watching that game. But they've been so much fun to watch. Oh, and yeah. you just, when Wyoming Cowboy basketball is good. It's not a, people talk about it. Yeah. People watch it, and like people, hey, did you catch the game last night? That hasn't been a realization mm-hmm. of ours for a while. So yep. it's, it's a lot of fun, especially uh, tournament is uh, Mountain West tournament. It's coming up soon. Yep, ninth through the twelfth. The last time they had this much buzz was uh, Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. when they were kind of in the top twenty-five again and made a run. You know, made it to the tournament, I should say, um, and think, won the Mountain West tournament for yep. the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was there. Storm the court. <laughs> um, Me and John Rott. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think Brad made a good point. It's winning those close games is good coming into tournament time because that's, that's what you're going to need in, in tournament, tournament plays. you gotta, you got to grind out wins just however you can. So I mean, the Mountain West is incredible, too. So there's yep. no guarantee that you get. You, you get know, in even you if you win. I, I mean, I think they've like, earned the Yep. It'd be cool to get the seven that they're talking about if they could beat Colorado State and Fort Collins in a couple of weeks. But Ew. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty huge. That seed, would be huge, yeah. Without having to win. They might have to win the conference. But yeah. yeah. But that's all right. That's I said good. even after the loss this week, I was reading the, they have a top 20, or who's in, who's not. I can't remember which one it was on ESPN. But it was they said they're still projected a seven seed, if, even with this bad loss, because they have quad one wins and quad two wins that are like. Yeah, pretty good. Good season. Well, and I think, too, the tournament starts considering players now. I think yeah. just, you know, and Mal, um, I always screw up his name. Maldonado. Because, uh, like, Jay Bayless had his, on one of the college game days, he was, like, his one of his top five picks or whatever that they do. So, and I was war- working out in the gym. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, there's a Wyoming Cowboy kid up there getting national national talk. It was pretty cool. So, yeah, when Wyoming basketball is good, you get a little buzz going. And um, so, yeah. So I think they consider players a lot too when they're like, no, we want we want the good players in and absolutely pit them against each other. We had an article today on ESPN, really condemning 
college basketball officiating and really being uh, like, you better fix this or this tournament is going to be all jacked up because there's a lot of teams on the fringe. And he said that uh, refs, so that's kind of interesting development. Billis? Yeah, I read part of that. He's a college b-ball guru, and if he's, like, calling officials out in the public, it's like, okay, what's... Saying, like, the refs are... The officiating's been poor? Yeah, like, oh. the, the officiating is going to keep some of these teams out of the tournament, and, like, if it doesn't improve, there's going to be some... Yeah, they said they're calling yeah. less fouls or something. Like, the, we know. should look into that. That's yeah, which is actually going into March Madness. Which makes yeah. it more watchable in a way, but it, you kind of got to have it. Because uh, I was going to say that's usually because usually stuff like that to college would be coming from the pro level. Yeah, is the NBA not calling as many fouls? I, don't, I, don't, I mean, don't they're not playing I mean, any defense too. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I less fouling, so less officiating in the NBA would make it more enjoyable to watch, right? I mean, yeah, probably. Officiating is only there to make sure the spread doesn't get out of. See, I know that. Yeah, see, now we're going down a conspiracy <laughs> hole of uh, gambling, sports gambling, yeah. and um, that's interesting. We'll have to dive into that and see what what Jay's talking about because that is, you know, I mean, uh, especially in these smaller tournaments like the Mountain West. You know, if there's some calls late in a game and say a Wyoming gets beat out, yeah, I mean, yeah, that I could would, be. If I was like, so Wyoming's obviously been the better team in a lot of those games. But if I was someone, like, I've watched the officiating, and I haven't watched Wyoming basketball this regularly for a while, but it was like, you know, if I was the the, let, the worst team, I might have been frustrated with some of the non-calls and the calls because EK just backs someone down or something. I don't you know. But it, it just, it's Mountain West officiating, and so yeah, it's not great. But. Well, here, here's, the, here's the question I would say is, if that was in the Big East or the Big Ten, that's still not getting called. I mean, so. Yeah, I mean. It'll be interesting. Yeah, that will um, be interesting. Um, but, I mean, Wyoming just hammers people. So they're super <laughs> physical. So that's going exactly. like to be a – I love it. Th- that's why I like us against other teams is we're just much more physical mm-hmm. and it's fun to watch. Yeah. Well, and some of it's funny because a lot of the Wyoming games are on the stadium network. Right. It's hard to find, but you get the feed from the home team usually. I think that's how it works. But on uh, Tuesday or whatever it was, the New Mexico announcers – and it was pretty rough to listen to because you kind of listen to the the homers and their mics aren't sound right. Like yeah, and they get real loud when they get excited or not that's a bad call. That's a terrible call, but these guys stays real excited. It's just, you got to remember, it's like listening to the radio from <laughs> the local team or something. The Utah State ones were some of the worst. As well. Oh yeah, but yeah. Oh, that's funny. But like to that point, if the Mountain West redid their media deal. I mean, you sent me that article, Big 12 has a billion-dollar media deal yes. in the pipeline. Like, yeah. where's the Mountain West's payday? Yep. You know, when are they going to formalize that and make sure that the two guys that works on the ranch next to the stadium, you know, <laughs> that's a little bit more professional and sure. unbiased. You know, you know, I just had this thought. I didn't even think about this because I've always talked to people that are in Wyoming athletics. I've always been like, we need to get out of this um, – the Learfield or whoever has the the Mountain West. Um, I just had a thought, freaking Hulu, Amazon, freaking Netflix maybe if they ever wanted to get into the streaming, YouTube, um, that's who the Mountain West should approach. Like yeah. be one of the big conference, want to be um, be one of the first conferences out of the Power Five to be full on YouTube or uh, um, Amazon streaming. If you could make it simple to understand whatever it is, because it's always some math problem to figure out. Can I watch it 
on my cable provider? Yep. Do I have to plug in my computer? Right. With a cord to my TV? If I got a bar in Sheridan, Wyoming, can I show this game or not without breaking the law? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, just, it's such a pain. And football is a little better, but it's not great. Like a couple of years ago, they were streaming Facebook. And it's all about the size of your audience. I guess. Sure. I know. It's frustrating because one of the bars here was like, hey, could we put the Wyoming New Mexico game on their rank this week? And it's like, not unless you plug in your iPad or something. So that's crazy. It was just simpler to understand if there was an easy way to do it. Yeah. But. I feel like Amazon would make it easy. That's pretty easy. You can get the Mountain West app on Prime or the, the Roku or whatever. Yeah. So that's still like a lot of steps people aren't going to take. Right. Mm. Something we need to probably also look in there too. Um, well, to finish this out, the top five currently right now is Zags, Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Kentucky, Purdue. Um I don't know. The tournament's always just been weird the last couple of years. Um, we were talking uh, who just be, who beat Gonzaga last year was uh, Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. Year before that was Houston, I think. Um, so they're not even in the top five of those teams. Um, I can pretend I know more than I do. I know, right? It's always <laughs> that time of year where you have to pretend you know to fill out your bracket. I guess. Well, Sarah here in the office just said she won two hundred bucks on DraftKings, so we'll have her in to do the bracket with us, so that way I can win some money. They can buy jerseys yeah. or something. Yeah, since we can gamble here in Wyoming um, on DraftKings, no shout out, no free shout outs, DraftKings. So pay us money for this show. But um, as a Kentucky fan, <laughs> the best news that I heard or the best predictions were that if Wyoming's a seven seed, they'll play in the same region as Kentucky. Okay. Which is pro- probably going to be Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Both. So that would be sweet to go to that. That would be a fun game, yeah. If they both won, guess who plays? Kentucky versus Wyoming. Yeah. Do you know so, any more of the regions or locations this year? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, let me pull that up. It was, He'll pull a Jamie and just pull it up there. Did you guys bet anything on the Super Bowl while he's looking that up? I'm not a big better. Oh, no? Okay. And I was still bargaining. <laughs> you're still in no the stages of <laughs> yeah I, I jump between them uh i i only usually just put 20 bucks on there and like oh, do yeah. prop bets and stuff there was a guy that put money on logan wilson for mvp or something i did that yeah i put 10 i did 10 bucks it was 501 odds i would have won five grand if you oh, won yeah. if you would have got a pick six or something maybe yeah. i was yeah. yeah it's not that crazy of an idea we have dayton ohio portland oregon fort worth Indianapolis, Buffalo, Portland. Hmm. For the first, it's been a while yep. since it was in Denver. Yeah. I would have thought it might have been in Vegas, but, yeah, Vegas. those are the locations. Um, so I wonder why one's not in Vegas. Well, I mean, I, I guess it rotates the later and all that, games, The later games might because they yeah, have bigger venues. Sure, sure, you know, sure. So. Where's the final four? Uh, uh, New Orleans. Ooh. But the NCAA Elite Eight is – in uh, Chicago, Philly, San Fran, and San Antonio. Those are good spots. So One time I was in New Orleans, and they, I learned that the Final Four was in New Orleans. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool to see Joe for the first time ever being down there. I realized it was the women's Final Four. Nothing against women's sports. But <laughs> I was a little like, oh, okay. Dang it. But it You're was like, funny because oh. you actually saw people walking around and stuff. I was also with Joe on Bourbon Street, mm-hmm. and it was the Selection Sunday. And Kentucky got picked to play in New Orleans while we were walking on Bourbon Street. Yep. John Wall, Eric Bledsoe, DeMarcus Cousins were all walking down. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, 
Yeah. It's <laughs> the Kentucky Wildcats. Sign my forehead. Sign my forehead. And then the next week they lost to West Virginia. So. <laughs> Bob Huggins hugged that guy that year. <laughs> Obscure sports. You memories. got the Packers. I got Kentucky. There you go. We're forever and Cowboys. Like uh, forever sad. Let's go Duke. <laughs> so, yeah. Blue buds. That's what yeah, you're. We're, we're blue buds. Guys. Yeah. Um, well, anything else, guys, on this one? First round table, Sports Business Nation. I think that was good. That was great stuff. Um, yep. As Tyler has mentioned, Sports Business Nation will have an episode out with uh, former NFL player Chris Przinski. Um, he is from Buffalo, Wyoming, so that's how we were able to grab him. He works here in Sheridan, Wyoming. But we talked. We his was great. I didn't. I didn't expect we he him to share a lot of his stories and personal experience. Um, I completely forgot he went through like the lockout. You know, his first year was during the lockout, so that was different. Uh, the draft process, the combine, um, and then we got to, we got to talk to him about negotiating deals. You know, working Agents. with an agent, crypto a little bit. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just what he's doing here in Sheridan, you know, as a financial advisor. So, um, and then, um, I don't know when this will be out, but next week we're interviewing two Wyoming wrestlers from the University of Wyoming, Hayden Hastings and then Stephen. I think this is how you say his last name, Buchanan. I'm going to guess that's how you say it. Um, but they are both ranked Hayden's number 12 in his class nationally, and Stephen is number two right now. So Wyoming wrestling doing really well. So those guys will be coming on soon on Sports Business Nation. That will be a crossover of Sports Business Nation. Go be wild. So, but Thank yeah. You pronounce his name wrong you just have to wrestle him yeah number two I'll, okay i'll try it i've never wrestled ever in my life so i feel like i'm gonna get pinned <laughs> hi <laughs> i don't think scrappy's gonna help me he's a he's 192 so he's my weight so that yeah so scary yes yeah. it's very scary i wouldn't even wrestle hating hayden i wouldn't either yeah, yeah so he's 170 he's a 170 whatever so i don't even want to wrestle my 21 yeah, so yeah. <laughs> just us. I love wrestling, but I mean, I, I just flamed out real early. <laughs> and children's. <laughs> Shout out to Mikey Kadera, uh, one of our buddies. He's the coach at uh, uh, Thunder. Oh, okay. Over yeah. And Gillette, and they are crushing yes. it on the wrestling scene. So. He's in town this weekend for regionals. Oh. We should go see him on Saturday. Yeah, we should interview him. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, yeah, Gillette always has some great wrestlers, um, so regardless if it's Thunder Basin or. Um, I might have some questions or something we should ask uh, Hayden. Hayden, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Those wrestling families, man. All right. Cool. Well, that's it. First round table of season two for Sports Business Nation. Website's up. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> 